0: Welcome to The Real Enneagram, A Spiritual Quest, brought to you by the Institute for Conscious Being. Join us as we experience the vital teachings of Enneagram expert, Dr. Joseph Howell, clinical psychologist and author of Becoming Conscious, The Enneagram's Forgotten Passage Weight. Relax as you are taken beyond personality typing to The Real Enneagram, The Spiritual Development of the Soul.
1: Welcome back to a podcast entitled The Real Enneagram.
0: A spiritual quest.
1: Thank you for joining in today. We have with us Dr. Joseph Howell and myself, Erica Jobs, And we have been going through uh, each of the Enneagram ego type numbers and their uh, subtypes. So Dr. Howell has been just going through and explaining the different subtypes and so last week, Dr. Howell, you were with Nanette Mudiam And yes. how was
0: she? And Nanette was great. She sends her regards to you. And uh, we, uh, we did it uh, via masks. Uh-huh. We were with each other, but we were, uh, she at least, was masked for most of the time. And she sounded very, very good.
1: Yeah, I, she's one of the people that I have just really missed during this quarantine. And so I, I'm i glad you got to see her and talk with her. Thank you. Well, today we're talking about the Ego Type 6 subtypes. Isn't that right? Right. Okay.
0: So the self-preservative is uh, um, a charming six called warmth. That's uh, that subtype warm and uh, they're warm uh, uh, not necessarily because they feel warm and, and fuzzy but it's a self-protection if I'm warm I disarm you therefore I will preserve myself mm-hmm. you won't jump at me You won't reject me. You won't fire me because I'm really just kind of a warm pet Mm -hmm. and I have no uh, thought or intention of harming you. And I understand what the hierarchy says. I'm steadfast and good and kind. I'm your friend, uh, not your foe. I'm harmless. Uh, and I expect you to be that way in return. Doggone it. Yeah. <laughs> so it really is a defense mechanism. And there's these are very nice people. They rise to be the secretary of the group or sometimes the president, depending on the group mentality. And uh, they love to align with the real power. You know, sometimes the power of a group isn't necessarily who the president is. It's uh, the person who steadily comes and maybe gives the most money or uh, has the most seniority and has clout with the other new members or who has a subgroup going, which is more powerful than the group at large. And so this this warm little six knows who that is and they align with that person. So as not to uh, to be uh, thrown out or aligned against, and uh, so this warmth is uh, is kind of it's it's fuzzy and almost actually manipulative. Um, uh, they spend a lot of time entertaining people, maybe telling jokes, or uh, and they get paranoid that. If somebody does it, doesn't like them, they cuddle up to that person to make that person in the group like them or that friend like them again uh, by getting laughs or getting a visit or a telephone call or a me an email exchanged, um, and uh, uh, they can project on people a lot. Like they're so hypervigilant about what others are thinking about them. Uh, that they project onto other people uh, motives which may not be actually true. They come from the own fear of the six ego, and that's, uh, that's kind of self-defeating for this uh, six. Uh, the other thing is they can be very uh, uh, fake. The want kind of maybe oozes out and drips out as being mm-hmm. Overly friendly, uh, some people can get these people confused with, uh, ego flattery twos, uh, but they're, they're not flattering for the same reason twos are. They're flattering so the person doesn't hit them, uh, or, or, uh, disown them or disinherit them or castigate them or turn their back on them or betray them. That That's quite different from the, the ego flattery too, who wants somebody to like them so that they can be in a real, a real relationship.
1: Yeah, and that's uh, what's so interesting about this is the motivations. So yes. you have the very same action out of this um, ego type uh, six, which is a subtype, we're talking about the self-preservation, and and the yeah. self-preservation subtype is really being fueled by the six's passion of fear. Yes. And it's the fear of, you know, being kicked out versus the two mm-hmm. who just wants to be in relationship. They want to be your number, They, they, they mm-hmm. you know, want to be loved. Totally different yeah. motivations, but same action.
0: You got it. That's why this is highly nuanced. Mm-hmm. And to do your work in the Enneagram is really do, to do your work in the truth about what life really is. Because the Enneagram is only a map uh, that reflects the truth of life mm-hmm. and many of people will know these truths without having studied the enneagram they just know truth mm-hmm. the good thing about the enneagram is that it systematizes it and gives us layers of understanding that sometimes life will uh not provide us and the enneagram fills in lots of those spots
1: It does. And it's so important, you know, to understand the motivations. And that's why a lot of times you can Mm -hmm. be confused about who you've typed. You think somebody's one type and they're not. And it's because of those basic motivations that you, you can't possibly understand unless you're in somebody's head or their heart.
0: Absolutely, Erica. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then, you know, when, uh, when fear stops or cowardice stops going through the, uh, this subtype of self-preservation they're not they don't have to be as warm anymore or um um uh, they don't have to uh, you know cater to people or um do do any of those things because they what flows through is love mm-hmm. which is um uh you know their holy idea what flows through also is their virtue of mm-hmm. courage and um, with courage, this six becomes uh, that self remembers that they are a person of courage. That that virtue came to them, even from the soul child. It followed them into this ego type, and they've uncovered it again. And they have it, and it is there. It's real, and they this six becomes self-realized as a courageous human being and the name of the subtype changes once realization has happened and integration and it's called genuineness Mm -hmm. meaning that they let the chips fall where they may they are who they are they don't have to patronize or or cuddle or say things that people want to hear because of their fear of getting thrown out they don't care if they're thrown out. Mm -hmm. If they're thrown out, maybe that's what should have happened in the first place. (laughs) Or with courage, they confront the person throwing them out and tell them the what for. Mm
1: -hmm. And so that warmth is is genuine. There's still a warmth, but yet now it becomes genuine and not out of fear.
0: Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So, any other feedback or questions about, uh, uh, warrant versus, uh, genuine, no,
1: genuineness. No, no. I think that's great though. I mean, it explains how the six finds their inner courage and realizes that, you know, they have true value, whether they're a part of that group or team or organization or not.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, the next one is social affiliation. And this is the six uh, and truly in his or her element because, you know, sixes are team players and uh, they love groups. They love uh, to align themselves with the power in the groups and they love the conviviality and uh, the happiness that people find in social affiliation and, uh, and uh, the love of, uh, uh, being in community, you know, community and six are almost synonymous that right. uh, they they, uh, they they love. Uh, they love the, the beauty of family and the togetherness of a neighborhood and the uh, the, the harmony of a city and state. Uh, right. And that's all good things. And we certainly need those people. But the social affiliation unhealthy type is called duty okay. and they're all about duty because they're scared that they're going to disappoint the authorities they're scared that they're going to do something wrong they want to follow the beliefs of the people who are in charge uh, are, are the glue holding everyone together uh he wants or wants to have a duty in that organization which sort of th- it is a role that keeps them essential. Uh, they won't be thrown out if they do their role and they do it well. So this is called duty and they're all about duty, regulation, rules, and not because of what being a one. A one does it to keep people in line. A six does it to make sure that they don't get thrown out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Another nuance of, uh, typing. Right. And so so, um, you know, they uh, they love clubs. uh, They love uh, religious organizations, community organizations and loyalty uh, is is um, they get caught in their trap of security here because they get in uh, these clubs and they are the usher or they are the person who does such and such a duty as an officer or whatever. And uh, they, uh, they're scared that they're going to lose this. And they live in a lot of anxiety that a fickle president may uh, change them to another duty. And uh, they don't feel that they can uh, trust that that next duty will be an essential one. They're always thinking they're going to get thrown out.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, And that's how their passion of fear is channeled through that social subtype. Y- yes, just yeah. the fear of being thrown and, out of that mm-hmm. social standing within that club or group.
0: Yeah, and at the at the extreme of it is uh, an anxiety disorder. Uh, so scared that they don't have a place in the family or the group or the organization that every decision they make is based on a- anxiety. Mm-hmm. The anxiety that. What will I do or who will I be if I don't have this role or this place or this group? And, uh, they grind their teeth at night and they get fanatical about the group's beliefs and they, uh, call people at home to make themselves, you know, visible and talk about the group. And, uh, it, it, uh, it's, it's, it's fanaticism Mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. But when they, um, when they become conscious, they operate from another name for this self, for, uh, excuse me, social affiliation. It's called inner authority. Mm-hmm. Uh, they know what they believe. They know who they are. They understand their motivation and they are not driven by fear. They are driven by integrity and principle. And therefore, they're not, they're not consumed with duty as their um, security to keep their place. They rely on the truth
1: of their own being's worth. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a lot for a six who is prone to fear to do isn't
1: it yeah i mean somebody who's you know constantly alert to what could go wrong uh you know in any situation or within you know with their standing within the group that's a Mm -hmm. huge transition to really just kind of believe in themselves and their own value and their Mm -hmm. own inner authority
0: yes and we've all known people like this haven't
1: we yes for sure
0: and so we go on uh Erica to the uh type 6 uh, sexual centenery or one-on-one type uh which is called strength and beauty and this is the counter type 6 because uh these people don't look like sixes at all they're uh they look like more like threes uh the prototype image of the strong and beautiful man or woman um uh, they uh, are, you know, the, the good dressers or whatever is uh, in vogue in that culture or in that group for strength and uh, beauty or uh, good looks or um, being looked upon as fine. That's what they want to emulate. But it's out of fear, not out of image. Mm-hmm. It's out of fear that they're not beautiful enough or strong enough or attractive enough. Mm -hmm. And so they place a lot of their uh, energy into presenting that image all the time because they're afraid they won't attract or keep their beloved unless they have this image. Mm -hmm. It's really uh, born of anxiety, which which is really born of the deep-seated, Six's fear of their own deviance, that there's something that is about them that is deformed, twisted, or unusual. And if anybody, especially the beloved, found this out, they would run away from them as fast as they could. So there's a lot of concealing in this by that outer image of strength and beauty and they they really are sometimes very strong and very beautiful you you couldn't tell them from uh, a three prototype of this mm-hmm. uh but when you talk to them their talking style is not propaganda their talking style is to get you to like them want them and to think of them as as uh, uh, attractive mm-hmm. uh um, and, and, and this is applicable to the uh, one-on-one relationship. Uh, there is a lot of fear and uh, underlying anxiety in the talking style of this uh, strength and beauty six. Mm-hmm. They're afraid they won't capture or keep that, uh, that person. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting?
1: Yeah. And so you say that this looks a little bit like the ego type three yes okay
0: yes they look that way they look but that they way. don't talk that way
1: gotcha okay. you the,
0: the anxiety leaks out whereas three it's all bravado it's mm-hmm. not anxiety okay it's it's a billboard that the three flashes but this billboard is uh that the six flashes up of strength and beauty uh, uh, is hardly wired very much and the wattage (laughs) of the bulbs isn't enough and Uh they're wondering if it's going to blow down any minute. (laughs)
1: Gotcha, that makes sense.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, but, you know, when when they become conscious, uh, they accept their imperfections and their deviance and they realize everybody in the world is deviant everybody in the world has a, a, a part of their body or their psychology or their history that is quote unquote deformed mm-hmm. or doesn't fit the mold and um, and this is amazing stuff because once they put courage in, into their sexual synteny, they they are okay with that wart or that birthmark, or that uh, the, those clothes that may not be uh, designer clothes, or uh, they're okay with being themselves, and in the end, they find out that what the, the their true beloved wants isn't a facsimile of somebody who is beautiful, but who is the authentic beauty of being the authentic in person. Imperfect person that they are, Mm
1: -hmm. and it takes their virtue of courage for them to see that.
0: Absolutely,
1: to let it—that's the only
0: way that they can shift. Mm -hmm. So there you have it: those three uh, subtypes of the six, Erica, Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, it's—it's amazing that we see ourselves unfolding in all of these portraits. Uh, Twenty-seven of these subtypes in all uh three for each of the nine ego types mm. and it is uh, amazing uh, that they go back all the way to Gurdjieff's um uh talks about people having chief features right. if you read if you read some of his lectures he speaks about people having chief features and of some of these are definitely reflected in these mm-hmm. beatrice chestnut is uh uh one of the biggest authorities on this uh as is sandra matri on the subtypes and i would uh i would uh uh along with my book becoming conscious i would have you uh look at chestnut and matri m-a-i-t-r-i for more explanation because it's a fantastic um kind of play of the human, uh, uh, personality.
1: Well, you know, just real quickly, Joe, I mean, how important do you think it is for somebody to have an understanding of their subtype as they move along, you know, in their journey of becoming more conscious?
0: Well, I think it's quite essential, uh, as one begins to grapple with their type. I've known a lot of people to, um, end up with a different type mm-hmm. once they get into the subtypes because they see these nuances mm-hmm. and these uh, shades of gray. Uh, it's almost in like between. instincts. And, yeah. and it helps them go through the uh, clarification process mm-hmm. of what their soul type and what their ego type really are.
1: Mm-hmm. It's it's it just kind of underlies some of that um, more surface teaching uh, that just teaches about the the basics of the ego. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes, it's uh, it's a real gift to know about these mm-hmm. and to know that they're not a little made up uh, addition to the enneagram. They are part and parcel of the very first teachings.
1: Hmm. And I guess it's helpful to to know the subtypes because it helps you understand why other people who are your very same ego type number may look so different.
0: Oh, yes. Good point. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're different sixes, different sevens, everybody. That's just quite, mm-hmm. quite a different way to uh, outpicture what the uh, fixation is. hmm And one of every one of every three subtypes is the counter type, in which the person does not look like the stereotypical ego type type of which they are a part.
1: Mm -hmm. But even though they don't look like that ego type, they still have the same passion and the same virtue and and all of those same intentions. Yes, exactly. And Mm -hmm. so it's interesting to understand how those different you know um, subtypes. channel the passions and and really come make you your behavior look a little bit different at that surface level.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank so that you. kind of wraps that up for yeah. today. I just did was, want to, uh, it was great to, to, uh, I did want to make a mention that at the, at the, uh, voicing of this particular podcast, uh, Erica with you and me, uh-huh. uh, it is the, couple of days after the murder of uh, Mr. George Floyd in, uh, in the wonderful state and the wonderful city of Minneapolis, Minnesota, and all of our friends there, including uh, Kurt Micka, which is the past IEA uh, president of the International Enneagram Association, and your friend, Erica, and my friend, yes. he, I'm sure, is... Uh, meeting our well wishes at this point that's his home city where he teaches and uh, raises consciousness and mediates all the time also across the country and the world but our thoughts go out to kurt and we'd like to dedicate this podcast to all the people who are oppressed in any way and who have felt the knee on their neck of not being able to breathe and to live in freedom Uh, and also the prayers go out to all those who have not had the consciousness to understand that oppressing others and murdering them is uh, deteriorating their own spirit, the spirit of their community and of our planet. Mm
1: -hmm. And so
0: we lift them up as well so that their ignorance can be treated, and cured, and healed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. So I offer that for our podcast
1: today. Yes, thank you for mentioning that. That's just been really, really hard to, to understand, and, and our thoughts and our prayers are with, with all the people who are oppressed. So thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you for joining us today with this podcast. Next week, we'll be going over uh, Ego Type 7 and the subtypes associated with Ego Type 7. We hope you join us again. And thank you, Dr. Howell, for helping us with, with, these, with these very complex topics.
0: i glad to do it. And we'll look forward to seeing everyone out in podcast land next week. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you for being with us today check out our website at www.theicb.org. That's T-H-E-I-C-B dot O-R-G. If you have questions you would like to have answered on this podcast, just email us at the address on our website, theicb.org, under Contacts. And if you would like to attend one of the conferences or other events of the Institute for Conscious Being, you will find these presentations on our website under Events.